People will have different rankings in your allegiance to people. You will also conform and agree to the rule of a, of a country. Whoever the ruler is, you will conform. But, pro, pro, but provided it is in conformity with the law of Allah Ta'ala. If it's not in conformity with the law of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, then you will excuse yourself. The law is that wine is legal. That's the law. If you are selling or purchasing wine, then it's not an illegal thing. But the law of Allah Ta'ala condemns it. It's condemned, it's a filth, it's a curse. So when it comes to a clash, though it is legal on this side, but we'll excuse ourselves, we'll move away from it. The law is that in casino is legal, interest in a bank is legal, but the law of Allah Ta'ala is that this interest is worse than interest with your own mother. It's such an evil curse. So we will say that that's a law, but this law clashes with the law of Allah Ta'ala, so we will leave it out, we will not were even close to it. As we know how serious a crime it is, so we will not entertain it. Do not say now it's legal, therefore we must do it. It's legal. Yes, we all, we all understand it's legal, but it's clashing with the law and the, and the principles of deen, so we'll move away. Similar, many other things, for example, uh, dating a girl or any type of premarital relationship, all is legal. It's consensual and an adult woman and to have any type of a relationship with her, then if it's consensual, then it's legal. You cannot sue the person. You cannot impose a penalty for the relationship. But the Sharia will say that this is haram. Any type of premarital relationship or any type of sensual pleasure with a strange woman is haram forbidden. Whether the sensual relationship is done directly or through some electronic ways, mediums, etc. Whichever way, but it's impermissible, it's haram, it's forbidden. Though the law will say it is permissible, but the Sharia will say that this is impermissible, therefore we'll condemn it, will not condone it. <coughs> so primarily we listen to the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we will take the cue from there. What does Allah ta'ala have to say about algae, for example? What does it say? Does it condone, condemn it or does it condone it? So in the day of Rasulullah, some person was was apprehended of him being an algae, so he was apprehended, and Rasulullah was told this person is an algae and what to be done. So the order that came from Rasulullah on that day was then separate him from the habitation. He mustn't be living with humans because it's a different gender altogether now. And then when it's a different gender, then you'll be causing fights. If, for example, he comes, the algae comes to a man and he says, no, I like you. No, that man can feel intimidated. If he feels intimidated, he becomes aggressive, he does something, it's going to be problems. So why it's going to be problems? Because the behavior that you inherited from your great-grandfather this time till now, you haven't seen something like this. So because you haven't seen something like this, and the fear is that if you entertain this, if you, if someone is going to be behaving in this manner, 
the person is going to be reacting in a different way. He may be intimidated and he may take it personally. There's going to be a fight. So the Sharia doesn't want fight. arguments. It doesn't want all that. Anything that will lead to a fight or to a controversy or to a dispute, etc. Respectfully, salamun alaykum. La nabtaghil jahilin. With due regards, we don't entertain this at all. Not for a second discussion, the details about this. We don't want to know about it. Just we keep it aside. We've got a heritage, we've got it from Rasulullah and that heritage is so pure and so comprehensive and perfect that it doesn't want any addition or commissions. Keep it, keep to that. That's the heritage that we've acquired and it doesn't want any type of an addition, no commission. Leave it as that. So this Irbad ibn Sariya radiallahu is asking Rasulullah what do we do? Rasulullah explained After me you're going to find a lot of differences. Difference of opinion. Radio is saying something, television is saying something, that person is saying something, that's something. So first, primary, our primary our allegiance is to Allah Ta'ala. And then after that, Alaikum bi sunnati. Then you follow the way of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So the the ruler of a of a state, the ruler of a place, he doesn't have the first place. The first place is Allah Taala, and the second place is thereafter Rasulullah above everybody else. In the day of Musa Salam was the ruler and the king Firaun, and Firaun was frustrated with Musa Salam because he sees this man here, and when he sees the man, he is overwhelmed. He's really overwhelmed. He feels he felt to himself. The thing to do now to overcome this whole thing is call the most professional sorcerers of the time and challenge the man. So we'll call hundreds of sorcerers, we've got the resources, we've got everything, we've got the wealth, we've got the resources, we've got the knowledge. So now this man is just one, he's a single man. When he's a single man, then we'll just mow him down, we'll bulldoze the person. We've got thousands of people and he's just a single man, one isolated person here. So he's nothing, he's not a big deal. What is he? So for Jah Sahar to Firaun and the sorcerers, thousands of them come to Firaun. He's the leader of the super leader of that, that time. And that's a super country, super world, and a, a superpower of that time. So it's the superpower and the summoning all the sorcerers of the time, all the magicians, all have come. So the thing that they are asking Firaun, if we win today, will we be remunerated? So Pharaoh was already struck with fear when he saw Musa Islam struck. He said, definitely, you'll be posted to ranks closest to my person. You will have a very high rank. Now the challenge starts of Jaas Saharatu. <coughs> they come in to challenge Musa Salam, the Nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So in one stroke, in one stroke, Musa Salam just throws his rod, his staff, and that he swallows all those snakes, serpents, etc., everything. Now, when the magicians, when they see this whole spectacle, they all fall down in sajda straight away, saying, Amanna bi Rabbil Alameen, we believe in Allah Ta'ala, we believe in the Rabb of the worlds, the Rabb of Musa and Harun al Islam. Now, Hiron already was frustrated. Now, his anger and his frustration had no limits. And then he shouted them and he reprimanded them very severely. Before I could allow you, you to him, you got to always subject to my my permission. I'm the ruler. When I'm the ruler, you must listen to me. So what is the response? Response is, 
We will embrace it. The law commands us to drive on the right side. It doesn't clash with Allah Allah's law. We got no reason for wanting us to drive on the right side. We'll go on the right side. It doesn't it commands us to go at a certain speed. We'll travel at a certain speed. It's not clashing with the law of Allah Allah. We'll, we will respect it. We won't, we won't oppose it. But if it is going against the command of Allah Allah, then they've got no other choice but to reject it. So they spoke out and this is, We're not going to prefer you. We're not going to listen to you. We'll listen to Allah who's created us, who's made us. We'll listen to him. You take a different place altogether. Your law, if it's subject to the, subjected to the law of Allah Ta'ala, then will we accept. But if it is not subjected to the law of Allah Ta'ala, then we reject you. Firaun wants that they must believe in him. Are you taking Ilahan Ghairi? Are you taking a God besides me? You know, I am the God here, and then you are, you have left me and you are worshipping him. He said, no, we're not going to listen to you. And then he says, those, magic, those magicians now, immediately they saw the miracle and they understood that this is not magic. This is something else. This is man that is supported divinely from Allah Ta'ala. So immediately they fell in sajda and they say, Amanna bi Rabbil Alameen. And then they go and say, Innama taqdi hadi al-hayat al-dunya. We understand your power. We understand the cloud that you have. We understand the influence that you have. But your influence is to which point? Taqdi hadi al-hayat al-dunya. Your rule, your influence is only uh, applicable to this world, to this life. It only applies to this life, not beyond this life. There's another life after death. Your rule only applies here. It doesn't apply to the life after death. So, You only do this, that's all. And we, we have given our allegiance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what we, what we desire, what we will hope. We are sure that Allah will forgive us. Now imagine these people, they came up in the morning to challenge the Nabi of the time. Really, it's a challenge against Allah ta'ala. But when they saw the truth, then... That, Temptation of wealth, temptation of influence, power, etc. That all got deleted, all wiped out, straight away. Now they saw the wealth, they saw Firaun, they saw his power, they saw what riches he had, right? all that they saw. And they given promises as well. We'll do this for you, we'll do this for you. Innakum We'll be posted, not only wealth, we'll have very high senior position. You will say it and you will get it. Things will work with you. So, but you must listen to me. But when they saw this, they understood that Musa is divinely appointed. When he's divinely appointed, then nobody can challenge divine. Divinity, Allah Ta'ala, who's going, who's going to challenge him? So, innama taqdi hadil hayatin. And what are you going to get? Allah will forgive us. And then, not only that, not only that, but, وَمَنْ يَعْتِيَ مُؤْمِنًا قَدْ عَمِلَ الصَّالِحَاتِ فَوْلَائِكَ لَهُمُ الدَّرَجَاتُ اللَّهِ Your status in the hereafter is subject to your iman. Subject to your iman and your obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that's your position in the hereafter. So we're going to get this inshallah. So we don't want to give this up. You may do as you please. What you wish to do, you can do. But we're going to give this up. So now we understand our primary allegiance is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything else comes afterwards. Provided it doesn't clash with the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Interest clashes with the law of Allah ta'ala, we'll leave it out. Casinos will clash with Allah ta'ala's law, we will leave it out. Drinking and alcohol clashes with the law of Allah ta'ala, we'll leave it out. Swine and pork will clash with the law of Allah ta'ala, so we'll leave it out. Uh, marriage in community and usurping the wealth of someone else because of the, of the law of the land, 
that's eating haram, so we'll leave it out. We will not do that. Whichever law says it, that law doesn't make the haram into halal. It can't make the, the pork now, because the law says it's permissible, because the law is upholding it. You will not say it's halal, it's haram, is haram, it will remain forbidden. So, one is, if it's an opposition at that level, at the lo- at level of law, right? So, to what extent do we, do we accept? Provided it doesn't contradict with the law of Allah Ta'ala, we will accept it, right? Drive on the right side, drive at this speed, drive at this. Your car must be licensed, right? We license it. You must be a licensed driver, you must have a license, we'll do it. Why it doesn't oppose the law of Allah Ta'ala? But otherwise, we will not even listen to our own parents. If the law is colliding with the law of Allah Ta'ala, we will not even listen to them. Saad Qasadiyallahu, he is amongst those ten Sahaba Kiram was promised Jannat in this world. Promised by Allah Ta'ala, he is Rasul Sallallahu so he can't, can't go off. And he was a man whose du'as are answered. Whatever du'a he asked for, he's gone. Mustajabu Dawah. So he accepted Islam. As he accepted Islam, and he is the uncle of Rasul Sallallahu his mother vows that you. I have accepted Islam. I vow not to eat. I'll never eat anything. I won't drink anything. You know, you counted as a very obedient child, the favorite of your parents. You're always at the beck and call. You are very obedient to them. But now if you won't accept, accept this and follow Rasul person, leave us. Islam doesn't say you leave your parents. But don't listen to them in anything that will amount to the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. So they want him to be disobedient to Allah Ta'ala and obedient to them. Uh, Saad speaks out and says, see, Ma, as obedient them as, as, as to yourself, but I'm not going to disobey Allah Ta'ala. I'm not going to disobey Rasulullah He goes into a hunger strike, one day, second day, third day, no, nothing to drink, nothing to eat. He says to his mother, see, Ma, you can carry on going on the hunger strike, and I can, I can continue seeing you suffering. Even, and I see you, you know, miserably in agony and pain. One life is going out, and the second life is going out. I see you in this misery, in this pain. I'm not going to give up this way of Rasulullah. Come what may. The law of Allah Ta'ala, then Rasulullah. The law of Allah Ta'ala, then Rasulullah. I'm not going to give it up. So you may eat or you may continue suffering. Now she saw that man is really determined. She broke hunger fast. But you see, the way of Rasulullah, the way of the Sahaba Kiram, are primarily our allegiance to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. After Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, then Rasulullah. And at the third level, then it is the Sahaba Kiram, Walladina Tabauhum Bihsan. These are the people that have been endorsed with Jannah. Walladina Tabauhum Bihsan, those who will follow in the footsteps of the Sahaba Kiram. So Rasulullah will explain the law of Allah Ta'ala, and the law of Allah Ta'ala will be expounded and be indebted to the Sahaba Kiram. Because they are the closest to us, the closest link, and they will explain the law of Rasulullah and Rasulullah will take instructions directly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That'll give us tawfiq.
الحمد لله الذي جعل البيت العتيق مثابة للناس وأمنا وأكرمه بالنسبة إلى نفسه تشريفا وتحسينا ومنا أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله سيد الأمة وصلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه قادة الخلق وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فقد حان أيام الحج التي قال فيها تبارك وتعالى الحج أيضا ولله على الناس حج البيت من استطاع إليه سبيلا وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام من لم يمنعه من الحج حاجة ظاهرة أو سلطان جائر أو مرض حابس فمات ولم يحج فليمت إن شاء يهوديا وإن شاء نصرانيا وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام من حج لله فلم يرفث ولم يفسق رجعك يوم ولدته أمه واعتمر عليه الصلاة والسلام أربع عمرات كلهن في ذي القعدة إلا التي كانت مع حجته وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام تابعوا بين الحج والعمرة فإنهما ينفيان الفقر والذنوب ومن مكملات الحج زيارة أهل القبور التي قال فيها عليه الصلاة والسلام من زار قبري وجبت له شفاعتي بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا قال الله تبارك وتعالى إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأصدقهم حياء عثمان وأقضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة والحسن والحسين سيدة شباب أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله الله مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذما رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب عباد الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيداء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون وقال تعالى فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون
ستيتنا صفوف ان شاء الله كاب سفلين الله اكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين ضحى والليل إذا سجى ما ودعك ربك وما قلى وللآخرة خير لك من الأولى ولسوف يعطيك ربك فترضى ألم يجدك يتيما فآوى ووجدك ضالا فهدى ووجدك عائلا فأغنى فأما اليتيم فلا تقهر وأما السائل فلا تنهر وأما بنعمة ربك فحدث الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يومك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الظالمين ألم نشرح لك صدرك ووضعنا عنك وزرك الذي أنقض ظهرك ورفعنا لك ذكرك فإن مع العسر يسرا إن مع العسر يسرا فإذا فرغت فانصب وإلى ربك فاغرب الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله الحمد لله رب العالمين السلام على المرسلين الحمد